remix the dead. I'm remix the dead. I cover music and life, learn day and night, and I grow over my family so they can thrive. Welcome to the remix the dead podcast. Hey guys, how you doing today? This is Ryan Greenwood. I'm Remix the Dad. I hope you guys are having a great day so far. It's Monday. Um, so my episode today, it has a special guest. Uh, you guys heard him before. On well, he, was, he was actually my first guest. And he's back again. We are going to talk about one of our songs, Stereotype. And I know you guys heard that too. So now I'm bringing two and two together, and that's for you. Get it? That's a dad joke. Um, I'm excited. I'm really excited for this episode. So stay tuned. You're going to get some laughs. You're going to get some wisdom and everything in between from silliness to seriousness. Serious. Seriousness. Wow. I cannot talk. But all right, guys. Enjoy, and I'll see you guys on the other side. Peace. Right on, brother, for that shout-out on that. And uh, I'm glad you're doing what you're doing, boss. Uh, it's good that you were take that uh, that leap of faith to go out there and be vulnerable, transparent, but come with it, man. So good looking out, man. And you uh, you actually inspired me to, to do mine and not just think about it but do it. So mad love, brother. Peace. It's really nice, you know I got that stereotype Talk to those girls for only one night You know I got that stereotype Look in my car, best part of my life You know I got that stereotype When I'm in the place, I'm ready to fight You know I got that stereotype Hey, what's going on, Anthony? How you doing, man? I'm chilling, my man. What about yourself? Uh, just, uh, got the day off and hanging out And glad you, uh you wanted to get together and do this, do this thing. Yes, this is this is gonna be fun. So um, I forgot, I forgot the Little Caesars and the mayonnaise, dude. <laughs> um, but I, I brought the John Stockton jersey. So. Oh man! <laughs> Speaking of the Little Caesars, man, we were at Morgana's softball tournament last night, and they were in a championship game. And one of the parents was like, he bought food, he bought pizza for him. And he bought Little Caesars, man. <laughs> and he's like, hey, man, you want to get you some pizza? I was like, nah, man, I'm good. And all the rest of my family goes to mine. I was like, Dad, you just go get us some Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't talk about this in front of him. Just leave it alone. So, so that's funny. Anyway, man. But uh, No, so we're getting on here today, and we're going to talk about uh, our song Stereotypes. And you originally had a vision for this and uh, a few years ago. When a lot of uh, like heat was going on, and right. do, you want, do you want to talk more about that? Okay, yeah, man. Uh, you know, with all the all the Black Lives Matter stuff going on, um, you know, I was just hearing stuff on all sides and hearing people say uh, just silly stuff, man. And I was just, I just felt it really strong to address the stereotypes and it wasn't just on one side you know I heard I heard what the, the black folks were saying I heard what the white folks were saying I heard what the what the you know Hispanic people and, that, and it just all that stuff just kind of it just bugged me 
And so I thought, what better way to deal with it than satire? Yeah. That 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 was the whole point to to, to poke fun at the stereotypes, but also to sneak God's word in there. And that that was that was the the mindset. Yeah, yeah. And um, the 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 hook. Can you explain explain the hook? <sighs> so the hook. <laughs> <laughs> I, any stereotype that I could have thought of for for a young black man or a young just a young man in general. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of the stuff like we're all about cars and money and women, you know, that that's what we were taught that we need to we need to have the dopest ride, we need to have the flyest women, plural women, you know, you're supposed to be fighting. And so as I was sitting there, I'm just thinking well, what, what stereotypes can come to mind? And then just uh, talk about that. Talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was that was the the, the thought my process behind that. So it's a good song to dance to. Um, I'm I'm a white guy. Uh, I thought I could dance, but then I was called out on, on the song. Um, <laughs> so. That's funny. But I, I try and do the Carlton while I have my knee socks, <laughs> knee high socks on. So in the middle of Walmart. Oh. So no, I, I definitely do. It's one of my favorite songs, uh, just because it is so it is so funny. The first couple verses, but then you after the, the second two verses, it gets a little bit more serious. Right. Which I think kind of pulls you in, and then you're like, oh, okay, cool, and then. We we, right. we, we kind of get you a Dropped little bit. Drop the message on you. Yeah, so um, can, you t- can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, you know, so I'll be real with you. The first thought when I was right, when I was thought, the concept of the song was to just go all satire and just pick and pick and pick. And as I was sitting there processing it, I felt Holy Spirit say, you, you got to, you got to do more. Yeah. You can't just do that. That's very worldly of you if you just leave it at that. And it, it, it could send the wrong message. It could send a message that we were condoning these stereotypes yeah. as opposed to not. So as I, as, as I was writing my, my vocals, I wrote the first one. And in the middle of it, I felt spirit tugging me to write some other stuff. So I had to stop. And throw some ideas down for the, for the serious, and then that's when the concept of God was like, God said it to me in my in in my own voice. He said just that. He said, hit him with the he's gonna get, you know catch their attention with the satire, and then bam, drop drop the message on them, and that's kind of the the process behind it, and I I think it worked out well, and. I mean, Pastor said that was the best song we had done. Yeah, and I've, I've showed I've showed multiple people the song, and they they absolutely love it. And I've uh, showed a couple people because they started br- bringing up uh, like race relations and stuff. And I was like, hey, check this song out. And they were like, oh, that's uh, that's pretty good. And then like, that's you. And I was like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm the white guy. Right <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's. It, I've I've seen it not only move my life but just other people's lives because my daughter she she runs around singing it yeehaw cowboy <laughs> let's get started bucks so I was like oh keep the yoga pants away from her another Man. stereotype yeah. 
Man, I can't. I was, I was in stereo. I was in Starbucks right before this, man, for work. And oh my gosh, you didn't I, bring me one. <laughs> no, nah, man, I don't drink Starbucks. I don't even like Starbucks. <laughs> but my daughter, however, loves yeah. Starbucks. She's 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 a black green one, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wonder what she's gonna say when she hears that. So I love you, Amaya. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so that's funny, but yeah, man, it's just it, it, you know, what better way than it to to me? What better way than to to talk about something than to point out what's wrong about it, and then come in and talk about well, here's how we can fix it, you know, or just say that like, here's what's wrong, but. This we don't condone this. This is not how we live, man. You know, I as a, as a this this is this will be coming from the the black man mentality of it. As a black man, I I let me change that. As a minority, I can't tell you how many <clears throat> minority young men I talk to about stereotypes, and they'll be saying something this. And I say they'll talk about how they're stereotyped, and I'll say, well, don't fit the stereotype. Oh. If you don't want to be that, don't fit the stereotype. If you sitting here cutting up back in the fool doing what they say and then you're doing it, it's not a stereotype anymore because you're doing it. So I tell her, and that's the good thing about working with the youth like I do. I'm always on them like, dude. I mean, I say it, to, I say it more to men because men seem to be more prideful. But I say it to the young ladies too, like, well, if you don't want to be the stereotype, don't be the stereotype. I'm not telling everybody they got to speak proper because I don't speak proper. Yeah. I'm not saying you got to act ritzy, you know, whatever. I'm just, but if they say all minority men are violent and you over here fighting, you just fit the stereotype. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of another undertone of the song. At least when, when I was writing my lyrics, that was the undertone I was trying to kick, you know, kick out. And I mean, I, I to me, it sounds like it was portrayed. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of going back to, or not going back, but yeah, going back to like, like the like fifties and sixties. Have you noticed like a, a wave? Like it's gone. It was it was it was huge back then. Like a lot of the stereotype racism, and then it kind of died down a little bit. It. And I think a lot of that's due to like the media, and then it, yeah. then, it then it pops back up right. right around. Oh, Obama's in office. Right. And then you got you got Trump, who is, some, is somebody else that it's a different topic, different right. day. Um, <laughs> right. But I think it's just a, I think it's a generational thing, too. Because and and also the, the media takes it. And yeah, it'll, it'll they'll distract you with something else for a while, and then they'll probably bring this up. I think it's, yeah, I think it's kind of just that that wave that we're riding right now. Two points on that because I agree with you. The distraction portion of it, I hit because I did a show earlier with with, with Spencer about distraction. I didn't go into full detail, but 
that song that Childish Gambino did, yeah. This Is America, that's what he's talking yes. about. Yeah. I mean, that's what that is. It's like, all right, let me throw this in your face and look at this, and you're all caught up in this that you don't even notice the stuff that's going on in the background. So I give you, I, I agree with you on the distraction piece of it. And I do, I do believe, I don't, I don't, the wave, so it was, tr- it was prevalent back in the day. Well, well, well by the wave, I'm, I'm saying, coming from, coming from a white guy's point of view. Well, no. And, 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 and I grew up in the suburbs. First uh, black person I met was my mom's friend. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. And I didn't know any, any other people. Right. And I... And I didn't notice it, and I was I was I was stuck in my my little my little white bubble, I guess you could say. Right. And but now, since we have all the more more um, more reach and more connections with people, it's I, I get to, I get to meet my brothers like you. Right. I get to meet pe- pastor, and I meet to, get to meet a bunch of people. Right. But back then, it was like okay, but so. And that's why I take kind of take it back to the media, where it kind of goes up and down. Oh, I agree with that. I, I'm not seeing stuff that's going on in in certain parts of Denver or right. in in the South or anything like that. I'm not seeing that. I I never saw that. So that's my ignorance right there, not knowing. No, so. and I, so and the way I get, I agree yeah. with you on that. You know, I it was it was prevalent back in the '50s and '60s, and you know before that. Yeah. Because there was, there was no different. Yeah. This is what we knew. I mean, and even, you know, it was it was in your face. And then there was the big revolution of the seventies, the late sixties yeah. and the seventies, and the attention was drawn away from it. Yeah. And because things were getting better, people didn't talk about it as yeah. much. And so that's when you that's, say the wave. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's know, where I was getting right. at. It, it's not talked about. Yeah. And so you had this time period in the in, in the seventies, in the eighties, in the nineties, where it wasn't really talked about a whole lot until the Rodney King trial. Yeah. Then here we go. Yeah. And then the O.J. Simpson trial. Yeah. And then here we go. And then up, up dies off, it dies off. Yeah. And then bam, that the, all the stuff that happened with the the police brutality, and it blows up. And I think it would have hit another lull had Trump not won the election. That's not and not to say that Hillary was any better or worse or Trump. I'm not I'm not getting in that political debate. But I will say that once, you know, the Black Lives Matter was it was good and it was dying. It was dying off, you know, the talk about the racism was kind of coming to a I, I shouldn't say dying, but it was quieting down. And then Trump gets in and he's just like bow. Yeah. And then all of the all of the, the I believe that we haven't seen this much racial divide since the 60s. And we have people like Trump. And again, I'm not knocking (laughs) nor endorsing him, but you have people like that who are building this divide bigger and bigger and bigger. And so now we're in this time of racism that we hadn't seen in years. And there are some people who were like, well, I didn't know. You know, then you have people like it never went away. Yeah. It's just now more in your face. And I think you have stuff like social media, all the different venues and outlets to which we get information yeah. out to blow it up. Because you can't you can't hardly do anything nowadays without somebody having a a phone that'll click it. Oh yeah. And so it just blows it up. 
I just think that some people, some people need to learn to stop talking, process, and try to make the situation better and not be egomaniacs about it. And that's not just me talking about Trump. There's people on other yeah. on the other side as well. I think the 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 the, the egos are Chatter, bigger, chattering yeah. and bickering right. too much. Right. Yeah. Which goes back to the whole distraction piece. Yeah. It's like I think that's where we got these people that are like, okay, well let's get people let's get them to look at this. Yeah. Look at this. And I think one of the things that I forget which which incident it was, but I looked at my wife and I said, "You know the messed up part about this is that nobody is talking about Satan. Nobody's talking about Satan. They're all talking about black this, white that, Mexican yeah. this, Asian that, blah blah blah. They, this big old thing, and nobody's talking about the devil. Yeah. And he's just sitting back there kicking it like, well, look, I got them, I got these people fighting, and they." They ain't even paying attention. So that's where the whole distraction piece is. Yeah, yeah. So, um, would you ever want to do a part two? <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. So. Definitely. Now, how to, yeah. That, uh, how how we go, go about that is. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to talk about how yeah. we go about that, but I definitely think a part two would be good. Okay, yeah, we still got to get a, uh, a video for that, too. So if anybody. <laughs> Has a golf cart and a camera and is good with editing. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> that would yes, that would be very much needed. Um, I really think this would be a fun video to watch. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so, what's uh, what's your favorite like line in the song? Like, what what really hit you? We're gonna play the song here in a little bit, so. I I don't know I don't know man. Um, the chorus I, I I'll say the chorus hit me a lot because it makes me it, it makes me think of the stereotypes that I had to fight with growing up yeah. or fight against, and not to say that I didn't conform to any of them because I did, yeah. and so it makes me think of where I was at and where I'm at now. That being said, your your line about the golf cart in Walmart, <laughs> man. When I first heard that, I fell out laughing, dude. I, I fell out laughing. I'm like, oh my goodness! And I had a picture in my head, and I knee high socks. I just I lost it. So I don't know. I, I can't really say there's a line that that gets me because you know I think about that. I, I think one of my favorite parts about the song is. I get to hear your side of the, the stereotypes. Yeah. And it's not just my side. And it's like, okay, well, just because I'm white don't mean I eat mayonnaise, you know. And, mayonnaise sucks. <laughs> right. You know, and, and I don't do all these things. <laughs> and it's it's good to have that. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, you, you get my side of it. And I think one of the issues we've had with the division is we have people who are so one-sided. They only think about how it affects me, and we don't think about how it affects other people. Yeah. And I think that's the good thing, the contrast, the contrast with the song. But it's contrast, yet similarities, if that makes sense. Yeah, and it also brings it back in the end with my, with my final line. 
uh, is it right for our children to pick up that check? Right. Because it's it's not okay. Because um, I, like I said, I grew up pretty secluded from a lot of a lot of minorities. Right. So like like I said, my mom's friend from I can't remember where she was working at the time, but yeah, she she came and it, I, stereotype. It was as seen on TV. Right. And I, I didn't right. I didn't know that they, you guys were real. <laughs> well, and, and <laughs> so I'm, and then yeah. and then I and then I, I started I started meeting more more guys and girls in uh in middle school and high school and got got to know them and then also like got introduced to rap music and. That we can we can go into the, we can go into that another time. I think I put it on a my previous episode where rap actually helped me get over a stutter, but we'll, we'll discuss that another time. Um, but yeah, it was I was I was just curious and I was I was and I, and I saw something there that that I can relate to, even though my skin color was lighter than. Right. That makes sense. No, no, it makes perfect sense because. I mean, it's not like I didn't come in with my own stereotypes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I came into, I remember when the first time we moved to a, so when we moved, I, I'm not going to front like my, I, I was always in the black neighborhood because I grew up in a, a largely Hispanic neighborhood yeah. and I had to deal with. That's why he loves tacos. <laughs> That's what my wife did. <laughs> you know, I had to deal with my own sort of racism and stereotypes growing up in that. I love tacos, too. They're very good. I yeah. eat tacos every day. I'm gonna, I might have to go get some. But anyway. I'm full. <laughs> I just ate. But yeah, you know, so I had to deal with stereotypes and racism in that regard. So that's whatever. You know, but I remember, like, when my, we, we had to move to Texas. My mom got a promotion to San Antonio, and it wasn't uh, we're going to live there forever. It was a just go foresee this for this span of time. And I remember my first thought, based off of stereotypes, is like, Texas? I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to Texas. Yeah, There's yeah. a bunch of white people with sheets, and mom, they're going to kill us. I was like, no, I'm not doing it. Right, and so I'm sitting there. And I was like, I was real adamant. I was like, we gonna die. Why are we going here? They don't like us. And it's a whole bunch of them. And I get to Texas, and the white people were talking to me more than the black folks talked to me here. Yeah. You know, they were. We're walking down the street one day, and this dude honks his horn and, and waves. And I looked at my mom. I was like, Do you know him? It was an older white dude. She said, No, that's what they do here. What do you mean? That's what they do here. <laughs> I'm like, they, they ain't even supposed to be talking to us. They don't like us. And she's like. She basically was like, you need to quit watching TV. Yeah. Because, I mean, the music I was listening to, family members, the, the, move, the stuff I was watching, told me that I'm going to go to Texas, and there's going to be a whole bunch of Klansmen waiting for me, and they're going to, you know, or one day we're going to wake up with a cross in, in, in the yard. And so I get there. That was one of the most enculturated group places I've been. The school I went to, in sixth grade had everybody and everybody talked to everybody but picture that in Texas right yeah the big racist place that everybody calls it everybody was was more inclusive of each other in Texas than any school I've been to 
in Denver minus college. Well, that's that's one thing that that I want to touch on too is um, you said on like TV and media and stuff. That's why I don't watch TV. Right. I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't. I, I watch what I listen to and stuff like that. Just because, it, just like you said, when you went to Texas and you went through that, I went. Ugh, out east, or, or I actually went down to Denver a couple of times, and I seen some some black people down there, and I was like, "Oh, hi!" Right. And I just barely waving my hand. I'm like, "Um," and then it's funny because I actually went down to uh, I went to St. Louis about a month ago, and there was a couple people. They they asked me. They're like, "Dude, what are you what are you doing walking around here?" And this was like right before. Uh, Right before the sun was going down, one guy's like, "You better get inside before the sun goes down." I was like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God bless you too, man." Right. <laughs> and and he just he, he kept talking, and I just had a big old smile, and I just walked to where I was going, and it was that was that. So yeah, you know, I mean, that's why the the beauty of the song, like we talked about. With the contrast. Oh, sorry guys, yeah. hang on, hang on. <laughs> Technical difficulties. I gotta pause something real quick. We're doing some, I'm just gonna be honest with you, we're doing some uh, backup recording just in case we lose some stuff. We're doing so. some remix. Remix! With the dad. Yes, yeah, so I remix the dad. <laughs> but, I mean, really, man. Okay. There we go again. Okay, you don't have our voice. There we go. Sorry, guys. No, <laughs> no, no that was sorry. Just, we just needed to Ricky Ricky in the middle of the... Yep, but, I'll but, put that in later. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes... It, it kind of proves the point of back to what we were talking about with the song with the contrast. Yeah. You know, you get, you get people who understand my point of view. Yeah. You get people who understand your point of view. And then they'll, they'll get to hear us when we come together and we're speaking... Virtually the same thing. Yeah. Like you said, that line, I think that's the perfect end to the song. Is it right for our children to pick up that check? That's the perfect, that's the perfect way to end that song. Like, how is that right? How are we doing our kids a, a service by giving it and passing that along and letting them continue the, the you know, the, the legacy of that? Whether it be me as a black man having my, my children hate white people or whatever, you know what I'm saying? How is it right for us? That's not a legacy we're trying to build. And if, you, if we're talking about it from the Christ perspective, the Bible tells us not to be racist. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. We, we need to talk about it. And shoot, there's a big old elephant in the room a lot of times and uh, if we don't talk about it and communicate with our kids because I'm I'm so excited and so happy that Sam gets to hang out with you and your family and the people at the church and my, my, my buddy out in California mm. uh, she has a diverse circle around her right. and it's not just everybody who needs Costco sunscreen? <laughs> 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 so, 
So. Well, it's good for her. It's good for her to see. Yeah. You and I interact just for that, and and be like, that's my brother. That's my brother. And so that she doesn't have that because I mean, let's be real. People aren't born racist. No. They learn it. Yeah. So if she has, or or in the my grandkids have, they see black and white calling each other brother. Yeah. They'll grow up and they'll it won't be like this weird like well why are they why are they interacting like that they'll be like, oh. That's my uncle. And yeah. people will look at her like, what do you mean? Well, that's my uncle. Yeah. That's my great uncle or whatever, you know, what have you. I mean, because, like, my, one, of my, one of my really good friends, he's Hispanic. And him and my dad, our dads were friends before we were born. And so we're really tight still to this day. And I call him my brother. And so yeah, this is your uncle. I'll just name drop him. This is your uncle Paul. And... At first, my daughter was kind of like, "What do you mean?" But now she gets it. Yeah. You know, there's there's this there's this small group of people that I say that that's my brother, that is your uncle, and not all of us are the same color. Yeah. That's good for kids to see that, so they don't, as your line says, pick up the check of our ignorance from the past, yeah. and they can move forward because. The only way to get past it, like you said, is to talk about it, the inclusion. And that's, that's one reason why I was really excited to do this, this the song, and then also the, just this interview, just to, just so we can like pick each other's brain a little bit and then also inform the listeners, because you've, you've got a good little following right now on Anthony's Godly Guidance podcast, and I've got a good following on Remix the Dad podcast. Shameless plugs. Um, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe God's put the, put this on, gave it to you and then you shared it with me and then we're, we're able to release it out there into the world. So, yeah, and it, it's, it's a testament to God can take bad and use it for good. Yeah. It's a testament to that. Now, that being said, I wish it came from a place of not the because it came from a place of anger. Yeah, the concept came from a place of anger. Watching stuff, I wish it hadn't come from that place. However, as we grow in our faith, we learn to listen when things anger us, and God could be like, "Hey, so all right, cool. That angers you? Then hear me and speak it like this." Well, it it, it emerged just like just like a big old acorn tree. You got the acorn inside there, and it falls into the nasty grimy dirt right? Right, right and it gets the nutrients and then and it's blessed and then it grows up to be something beautiful and fruitful so that's what that's what this is amen and amen. even though we're not doing as much music anymore we're still being fruitful f- for our community for our families and this is one of the fruits that we're giving to people like and it might be like a coffee or like IPA. Some people don't want to taste it, especially something heavy as like race relations and stuff like that. Right. But it needs to be out there. It does. And I, I, I'm going to take that a step further and I say that we should be talking about this yes. in church. Yes. We should be talking yes. about this. We have so many, and I, 
I will give our church credit because our pastor will talk about these things. And that's one of the reasons I stayed where going. But so many churches are scared to talk about this. Have you seen who my pastor is? Have you seen who I rap with? <laughs> that's another plug for the song for those of you who don't know. You'll be able to hear the full thing here in a little bit. So, But, I mean, it's it's... This is another show in the making in my head, but I think race is one thing that we should be talking about, and we should be talking more about lust. We should be talking about yeah. these things, but everybody's so squeamish about it, yeah. and nothing is happening. These these are the things that church should be pushing, because you got the people in the back who are dealing with these things. And you got you have so many churches that are condemning people for these wrong things instead of pointing out, hey, this is a struggle that is across the board. That here, here's, if we address it, we can move forward from it. Yeah. But if we keep pushing it out of the way, oh no, we can't talk about that. We can't talk about race relations. Uh, we might offend people. As our pastor says, offense is a choice. One, two. If it offends you, there's probably a reason it yeah. offends you. And if you hear something in our song or in our podcast just talking about race and it upsets you, then maybe that's something you need to meditate on and grow from. You know what I'm saying? So I agree. We need to be we needed to be discussing this stuff. And what better what better place to do it than the church? Yep, yep. And we're actually at the youth center right now <laughs> at the church. So, which. We talk about these things in our youth group. And they meet on Wednesday nights? 6.30. 6.30. Contact me or Anthony and we'll get you set up. Another so. plug. <laughs> Spotlight! <laughs> so. I love that. I love that. See, this is... I love this, though. How we, <laughs> how we, can, we can do this. And, I mean, it's like we said in the beginning. It was going to be goofy. And serious. And there's not like a, a script to we have to start off funny and then get serious. It's just a whole intermixing. Yeah, my my notebook is actually at the old apartment. So I was like, I don't have notes. So I'm glad you're doing a lot of the talking. <laughs> I've been, th- since we talked about this, it's been in, in my mind about the different things that would, that come to mind. And I kind of, Revisited the the frame of mind I was at when when the concept came up. I mean, it's still very much relevant today. Yeah. You know, it might not necessarily be a black and white thing. It could be a American Mexican thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that that stereotype that divide is still here, and that song is very much prevalent. If people open their heart to hear what we are really trying to say. Which is why, you know, people people get all like, I'm sure people get like, why you gotta throw God in it? Why you gotta throw God in it? All the time. Right. Because if we didn't, people would probably, they might misunderstand where we're coming at. Yeah. You, th- you, you know, we get into our, our, last, our last two verses, there's no confusion about what we're talking about. We're talking about all the stuff we talked about in the front is wrong. This is how we should be living. And here's how we can get there with God. But people don't want to hear that part. So 
it's funny how that it's funny how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I got to correct you there for a second. In my first verse, I do like going to Walmart and looking at clocks. So we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll just I won't be offended by it by your statement just now, but uh, we'll we'll move on. <laughs> he goes looking at clocks. God bless. Uh, <sighs> so I I do not cook my food in bacon grease. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do that. I have cooked my eggs in bacon grease. Have you ever uh, French toast in bacon grease? No, is it good? It's really good. Huh. Yeah, you uh, you 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 uh, cook it in the bacon grease just a little bit, just like yeah. just a, that's still yeah. left over, and then you you throw some like salt and pepper or something in there and some cinnamon. Really good. I'm getting hungry now. So. I, uh, I'm not. So, yeah, you already ate. So <laughs> I, I I haven't done. I haven't thought about that. But I mean that that line came because there's so many. So many times that I've seen it in my family or something along those lines that there's bacon grease that's set aside and they're like, oh, you better get that grease. And it's like that, the thought of it now is like, that's so nasty that we used to get some old nasty bacon grease and put it in the skillet and cook other stuff with that. It's like taking sweat and like mixing it in like tea or something. It, it is. the same concept. It is. It's nasty. <laughs> But, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I, I put that in the song because yeah. I've seen it. All the things that I said, yeah. I seen yeah. or did at one point, and that's why it's in the song. <laughs> you know, people might think that, oh, just being goofy like you. Well, there's goofy, but there's some backstory there's, yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's in the song. I get made, I make, get made fun of uh, by certain people because I don't like mayonnaise. And they're just like, well, why not? It's gross. I like I like hot sauce. I like hot sauce. <laughs> hot sauce is really good. It is good. Yeah, I, oh man, you know every time I hear the mayonnaise thing, I think I think of undercover brother, man. I, I lose it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> or or um or uh, did you say undercover? Yeah, brother? yeah. Uh, or um, the new guy. Have you seen? I that? haven't seen that. Uh, I think it's 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 Eddie Griffin. And, oh, you know, no, no, no. And, and, and yes, he's, you looking at my chat? And he's, and he's got, he's got the mayonnaise right there. <laughs> Big old white guys. He's like, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> ah, mayonnaise. Give, give me, give me that look. So I love the knee high socks too. That was funny. I sp- I sport those during the winter time. Yeah, I know. So that's what made that even funnier. Along with along with the basketball shorts and another stereotype, basketball shorts. In wintertime, for me. <laughs> um, that <laughs> that and, is indeed a stereotype. And I'm, thir- I'm going to be 32 this year, and I'm wearing black socks with flip-flops. Oh, um, I, do the, I do the socks with I'm, 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 I'm turning into an old white man. Well, I, <laughs> I, I, to quote, I, you know, outcast flip-flops and socks. Yes. I, I, I mean, I, I don't wear flip-flops. I, the only reason I don't have socks on now is because it's them long, hot socks. Cause I well, yeah, that's what I wear, like the N ones. Yeah. Uh, 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 I don't uh, wear the actual flip-flops. But. Yes, I, yeah. I wear these, and I always, nine times out of ten, I got socks on. Yeah. Even when it's hot, people, why you got them on? That's so why would you do that? It's me. I don't like feet. 
Yeah, me too. I, I get you. Can. I'm not a big fan of feet. I think all feet are nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people, yeah. yeah. But it is. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it's it's funny to, to, to kind of depict the picking stereotypes because the the big one that that my from my perspective that I was pushed towards which most people are is the money aspect of it you know that's why the my line started with you know I got the money stacked you know my rims are black on black because a lot of the stuff that we talked about like in the music that I listened to is like you gotta have the money, you gotta have the dope ride, and if you get that, you get the respect, and you get the respect, you get the women, and then you'll be straight. Well, I spent a lot of time chasing all that, and I found I found myself lonely mm-hmm. a lot of times. You know, I'm like, well, that sucks. Yeah. I'm chasing all of this. They told me to chase this, but I'm sitting here lonely and I don't have all that power and all that blah, blah, blah that they said. And then you had the people who wasn't chasing it. They sitting there chilling and happy. So it's it's interesting. It's very interesting the things that, that we that we would go after. Well, because, like, you got you, like, the, the whips and the, the fancy cars and stuff. We like big old trucks. <laughs> <laughs> and if you know me, I don't drive a big old truck. Right. I drive a little mini fridge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I drive a little Mazda. To see you. And you see my six foot. Yes. Two, and then I'm 200 and maybe 20 pounds getting out of this little Mazda too. It's funny. It's hilarious. And then I, I used to work up at the, the oil field and talk about stereotypes up there. I bet. I get out of my car, whoa, that's a cute little car. And I was like, I'm saving money on gas. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not such a liability for uh, my insurance company. So, right. Well, that's why it's supposed to be. Just think about it. But, uh, no, yeah, definitely. Uh, speaking of that, yeah, out there in the oil field. And that was right before a lot of the, the stuff was was going on mm-hmm. like like, uh, like the Fergusons right. and, and all that and it's that was an eye opener like that just to see white people out there that still act like that because I was like oh they they don't act like that anymore but then just seeing this and then I I was called countless names out there because I didn't hang out with them I hung out with the minorities out there actually not I, I, they were the majority out there the, like uh, Mexicans mm-hmm. they were the majority out there right and there's a couple black dudes out there but I always hung out with them one because they didn't talk stupid like that <laughs> two they had just awesome hearts right. and three some killer food man they fed me out there. <laughs> They're like, hey, man. Yeah, hey. I'm like, oh, all right. So, but, uh, yeah, I was, I was called some, I was, I was called like an albino. Yeah. I, insert your slur there. Right. So, I was like, no, nah, dude, that's, that's, and that's, that's one reason why I was put on a couple unpleasant jobs out there because that's what it was. So. I'm down trying to make a point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
one, I will say that food is the univer- universal language. I love food. food. That's one of my. That's one of my love languages. Yeah. Oh, it brings that's, people yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> and you know the the funny thing when it comes to. I'm just, again, I'm going from what I know, from a minority standpoint, mm. we use food to celebrate everything. <laughs> everything. Oh, and it's a bunch of food. So food brings people together. That doesn't, when you say, oh, the food, but that's what we do. Like, hey, man, you need to come over and eat. Oh, hey, eat, eat, eat. Which brings another stereotype mm. and all, the, yeah. all of the heart issues that are hereditary that are not hereditary, they are just how we eat. That's a whole other topic. But I do, also, I've been on the other side of what you're saying when it comes to my race calling me out for hanging out with people outside of my race or dating outside of my race. Why are you doing that? Why are you Why not? Like, because homeboy is chill and I'm not tripping on what somebody over here said, he didn't say this to me. So I've been called a, I've been called whitewashed before because I didn't, I didn't follow the stereotypes, all you know, all the time. I can't say I didn't, but I didn't always follow the stereotypes. So I was called whitewash, uh, you know, a sellout. I've been called that, <clears throat> and it's funny. It, 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 it goes kind of with what Jesus said would happen as we're walking our faith. As we're walking faith, the worldly, the worldly system are going to call us out. And I didn't see it this way back then. I just saw it as, like, man, why are y'all bugging, man? Like, who cares? And I kind of took it as a personal attack, but Jesus said that we were going to, we were going to be persecuted for walking out our faith. It's a prime example of that. Because what what better if how many people and I know there's a lot of black folks who don't like Christianity because back in the eighteen hundreds when they had slaves, they used the Bible as a means to have slaves. Because they took a verse from here and from here and from here and just kind of threw it together and didn't give context. Which is why they didn't let them learn how to read. Because if, you, if they learn how to read, they'll be like, oh, that ain't what that's saying. So, you know, there's a lot of black folks who are like, oh, I don't do that Christianity. That's a white man's religion. Get out of here with that. That's ridiculous, man. I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous. A white man's religion? Think about this. Jesus was in the Middle East. <laughs> they hid him in Egypt. Yes. <laughs> he couldn't have been really pale if he got hidden in Egypt. Not to say that he's black. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But he couldn't be pale. Yeah. Being hidden in Egypt? Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. So when I hear that that's a white man's religion, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Like, get out of here with that. Two, if you read the book for yourself, you would see that the Bible talks about bringing people together. Specifically, bringing people together. Our job is to go out and show love. How do you show love if you say... I'm going to show black people love. I'm going to show white people love. I'm going to show Mexican people love. That's not love. That's division, which is hate. So it's it's funny the, the spins people put on, on, on the Bible to suit their need and to further perpetuate 
different stereotypes and racism and then try to say, well, the Bible says this. And, you know, silly stuff like the Mark of Cain. They said that black people were slaves because of the Mark of Cain, because Cain killed Abel. Like, I, really? Like, you did all this Bible, and that's what you got. So that we were cursed for that. Like, it's funny how people put a spin on that instead of reading it for what it is. And I don't know, man. I, I don't know. The really religious mind hearing what we're talking about might get upset. And I didn't, I didn't, this is another, this is another, I don't know, that's, that's what we, we got to get that little, <laughs> oh, oh, got to get the click in. That's, that's the wiki wiki. But, you know, the really religious mind might get mad hearing, hearing this. Again, I didn't, I didn't mean to go down this olive branch. It's just something that I thought about. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Funky. That's funky, y'all. You know, but... Well, uh, kind of piggyback what you were saying, though, is we, we, we need that. And just getting, getting around other people, getting around other, other cultures, other ideas, and maybe getting uncomfortable uh, will help people grow. Cause I know, I know I've grown a lot. Like, even though, even though, like we we met back in when did we meet? Two thousand thirteen, two thousand twelve. What year is it? Two thousand eighteen. Yeah. About two thousand. Yeah, I've I've learned so so much just hanging out with you, and having you be my brother. I've I've learned so much. No about myself and just and just who I'm hanging out with at church, who I'm hanging out with outside the church at when I was when I was going to like I said when I was working up at the oil field, I've learned so much and I've heard other people's cultures and I've heard other people's ideas and I've and I've taken them and then I I brought them back to my core beliefs and my my core values and seeing if they align with that and then also see if they align with what God says too. Right. And if you're not, honestly, if you're not going out there and listening to somebody else's point of view that you may not agree with totally, at least give them a chance and, and maybe you can learn something and, and it'll switch something in you. That's the best way I, I think we, we're going to, we're going to grow as a, as a community, society, and just just for our kids, so they don't have to pick up that check. They can they can tip a little bit more on that on that check right. at at the end of the day, at, at the end of the meal. Speaking of meals, there you go. We can celebrate coming together. Right. Oh no. I like how that came together. Oh my yes. goodness. Yes. Thank you, God. Yes. <laughs> it's always hey, but again, so universal language. Yes. And yeah, man. I mean. We, we, we know the way to fix it. We know the way yeah. to fix it. We just don't want to do it. That's, that seems to be the problem. I agree with you. The funny thing about you talking about being uncomfortable, this series that I was listening to when this pastor I listened to was talking about the best way for us to be successful is to, to grow. To grow into success 
is to be uncomfortable. Have you ever seen a rubber band and you stretch it and then you let it go and it goes back to its normal yeah. shape? Yeah. Do that with a plastic bag. Right. Does it go back to its normal shape yeah, after no. after you stretch it? <laughs> right, no. It's a no. different material. It's 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 flexible and it and it'll, and it'll it'll stretch. Yeah, it can break, but that's not that's not the point of the story. Because there for a while, everybody's t- talking about yeah, just just be like a rubber band and snap back. No, don't snap back. Learn, grow, stretch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, because the problem, a, a big problem, is people venture out. But they go back. Yeah. I've seen this. I got this. I did this. But I'm going back. Yeah. And the biggest issue with people is they they get so far, and this is this is people, not 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 Christian, non Christian, not white, not black. This is people people tend to fall back on what they're comfortable with. So they'll they'll venture out far to so far, and then uh, this is rough. So I'm, I'm gonna go right back to what I know, and that's why things like racism keep perpetuating because people. Fall back to what they know. Yeah. This is this is my comfort zone. I'm going to stay here, as opposed to like you said, going out and being uncomfortable. People don't like being uncomfortable. I don't like being uncomfortable. There's a lot of situations that I've really not wanted to be in because I didn't want to be uncomfortable. But though, like you said, those are the those are the situations that I've been in that I've grown that I've learned. And they're the most memorable. And you look back now and you're like, oh, that was that was a good time. That was, even, right. even though they may have sucked or you were just so scared out of your wits you're just like oh well one of my, one of my biggest one of my biggest suffers was one of my biggest blessings well I, I tell you what I learned you learn you <laughs> if nothing else you can look back and think man whoo I learned a lot there yeah because like in the middle of it it's like oh my god this is terrible yeah but on the other end it's like man I made it through that. Yeah. Oh. Now imagine us as a society doing that. Yeah. But we got we got the we got the enemy throwing in the distractions. Yeah. Uh, uh, no 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 no. You don't like him. Yeah. Guess what he said about your mama? Yeah. He said your mama was a was a blah 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 and your mama, you know yeah. insert stereotype and then so we start stewing on that and now we we've, we've gone so far and then we stop because the enemy throws something else out there and he uses. All kind of different people. I know we picked at Donald Trump. Oh, that's an instrument, and I'm not saying that he's he's not Satan. Enemy, he's not Satan. Enemy is using him, and honestly, Democrat or Republican, Independent, whatever your social um, or your political political views are, I'm gonna say it. The enemy, the devil, he's having a heyday in that White House. He's got his feet up, and it doesn't matter who's in there. Black, white, Asian, Mexican, European, uh, alien, Martian. Enemies, en- enemies in there. And because we've, we've, we've taken God out of Amen. the school, Amen. taken God out of the government. Amen. Even though, yeah, church and state, Ryan. Okay. Just... Tell me how that's going for you, all right? <laughs> right. I'm done right, right now. No, no, I love no. you guys. I love you guys. That's good. That's good. That's dope. Think about Ugh. it. We picked at, at at Trump, but we saw the divide when Obama was yeah. in. When he won, yeah. th- there was that divide of, oh, my God, I can't believe he won. Yeah. 
And then you had people on the other side saying, hey, we won. We. We didn't win anything. Black people didn't win. Yeah. Obama won. Yeah. But they're like, we won. Yes, we. No, get out of here with that. He was president, but there was that divide. And then you had the other side like, I can't believe he, I can't believe he got in there. And, they, and everybody forgets the dude is not, he, I mean, he's half white. It's not like he was a full black man. He was a black white man. In the, let, let's let's give him his other side that people tend to leave out. I mean, he his mom is white. He loves his mom. He's half white. But what my point in all of that was that divide that you're saying. That divide came up. People were like, "Oh my gosh!" Either they loved it or they hated it because of who he is, and they just they ran with it. And like you said, that that division of church and state, because it's not just a Republican thing. Democrats are pushing more for separation of church and state than Republicans are. Yeah. And I am not a Republican, y'all. Let me stress, I'm not a Democrat either. My point is, the Democrats were pushing for a separation of the church and state more than Republicans. Yeah. So what do you think a Democratic president is doing? Pushing for separation of church and state. Yep. If we keep the church out of politics, we're trying to take God out of the equation. And then we wonder why things are going to hell the way they are. Let me, let me ask you this. So if you have a plant right in front of you and you want to take away the water, what's the plant going to do? It's going to die. Bam. Right. All right. There you have it, folks. I love you guys. <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can email me directly at messhall5280.com. Messhall5280 at gmail.com. So or, I love you guys. Or you can hit me. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm in agreement with my man. So I have a, you have my Anthony's Godly Guidance Facebook page. You could drop it there. You can instant message me. I'm with him. These are things that need to be talked about. We can't complain about society going to hell and we keep taking God out of the equation. Well, I, I, have you ever read the book? Uh, the No Complaining Rule? No. It's a great book. Um, I'm, we, we, only, we only have a few minutes, but uh, if, you, if you're going to complain about something, it pretty much says if you complain about something, you can complain all you want, but have at least one or two, maybe three solutions to back up that problem that you're complaining about. If, if, you, if, you, if you don't have any of those, then shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, well... About a, Simple as that. I may I may sound dense or whatever, but it's it is what it is. <laughs> we do need to process before we speak as yeah. a society. I agree with that. We have uh, our society has turned into a. I think it. Therefore, I speak it. Well, you can you can tweet it and it's it's out there. Yeah. What is what is what is your song say? Facebook gangsters. Oh, Facebook mobbing. Facebook. I'm, I may have I may have to redo that one too. <laughs> well, and the you Facebook know, mobbing. the the sad thing about the rise of social media is it's brought out all these warriors that that are real hot, tough, sparking the flame but backing away from the solution, as you said. If you're going to throw it out there, you got to be willing to take what's coming. Every time I put a post on Facebook, whether it's Anthony Golly's guidance or my personal Facebook page, every time I put a post, I'm, I know that there's going to be the potential of the recant. Yeah. You have to be able to deal with that. Otherwise, like you said, shut up. 
because people are going to do that. And if we talk about God, people are going to hit that because they don't, the world doesn't want to hear that. So we've got to be ready to talk, not argue, not throw stones, not condemn, not go off, but we've got to be ready. If I say God loves and someone says you're stupid, blah, 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 i got to be ready. Well, you believe that, that that's on you. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to change because you, you called me stupid. I mean, like, oh, you know what? You're right. This whole thing I've been thinking this whole time, you're right. I'm so stupid. Yeah. Let me just, let me just follow you. Well, well what, if, what, if, what if you did that one time? We only have like two minutes left. But what if you did that one time? Be like, you know what? You're right. How's that going for you? Because <laughs> a lot of people, they want, they want to fight. Oh, yeah. They have that spirit. Oh, they, want, yeah. they want to fight. But yeah. I have, never mind. I'm not going to get into that. But... We're winding down on time, and I want to respect you and your time. Um, thank you guys so much. Do you have any final thoughts? Um, no, I mean, we've, we've covered it all pretty much. I mean, open, open your heart. I will say this. We focus so much on behavior, trying to correct behavior. Correcting behavior is not the problem. We need to correct belief systems. If we correct the way we believe that will correct, correct the behavior. And if we open our heart and accept what Jesus is trying to tell us, the world could be, the world could be a different place. Amen, man. I like that. I like that. So uh, as, a, as for remix, remix, the Dad Podcast, I thank all of you, and thank you on uh, Anthony's Godly Guidance. Um, take care, guys. Much love. And Anthony? Peace. All right. Stereotypes, that son. Get her done. Turn my headphones up. Old teeth in my mouth. Where's my stereo? Yeah. <laughs> ah, let's get him. Where's my boots? You know I got that money stack. You know my rims on black on black. And if you don't like it, then I'm thinking that's just really whack. Of course my gear is really tight. I'm walling out all through the night. Don't stop.
those girls for only one night. You know I got that stereotype. Look at my car, best part of my life. You know I got that stereotype. When I'm in the place, I'm ready to fight. You know I got that stereotype. Play that funky music, wipe or I funny. don't place my mind in noise. I've been told I'm racist. Wait, Are you? wait. Check!